Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tucker Carlson joins us tonight. That'll be fun. Julie Kelly joins us with good news. We're going to have a blast tonight on I'm Right. You know what's awesome? Watching traditional media, watching their power evaporate. And look, you watch the first here. You can watch the first on DirecTV. We have an app. You can watch it on Rumble. Alternative media sources are rising and rising fast, and that is a great thing. And as soon as I found out Tucker was starting his own network, it put a big, fat smile on my face. Here he is talking about it. They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They've tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them. We're driving to see Julian Assange. Believe me when I wait, tell wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. I should be boycotting Bud Light. Fantastic job. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Does my heart well to see that TCN. Go sign up for Tucker's new network. Join Team Tucker at TuckerCarlson.com. 
and Tucker joins us now. Okay, Tucker, so you know I have this TV show and I have a radio show called The Jesse Kelly Show, but you started an entire network. Was this just the Tommy Topper <laughs> me? Is that why you did it? It's just untrammeled egomania. I love to say my own name. Actually, I hate to say, I hate to say my own name. And I'm 54, and I can barely still, to this day, barely pronounce my own name because there are too many C's in it. Um, but, I mean, we had all kinds of ideas for a name, but they were all taken. So my name's weird enough. We went with that. Yeah. In the end, in the end I, I appreciate you keeping it simple. And honestly, it is a great thing to watch the power of traditional media go down and have ah. other sources rise. They, they, the fact that they hate it so much means it's a really, really good thing because they are the most evil, despicable people out there. I totally agree with that. And it's nice to see a little bit of justice. I mean, their destruction is in the win column. And you, you watch for the past five or six years as people get away with these almost unbelievable crimes while over a thousand decent people, most of them lower middle class old people, are put in jail for exercising their constitutional rights to protest on January 6th. And you think, where's the justice? Is anyone ever going to get what they deserve for the crimes they've committed? And I think, and I think most people believe, that legacy media have committed actual crimes against the country and, and made the country weaker and are, are actively trying to destroy it. And yet they're still sort of cruising along on the residual prestige of the previous 50 years. And so it's nice to look at the numbers and realize, wait, NBC News won't exist in 10 years, maybe not even five. You know, these places are all collapsing. How great is that? How deserved is that? They're liars. There's no reason they should be getting rich doing that. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy about it, actually. Tucker, do you find it weird, because I do, that they are they look at numbers, right? It's all a business, right? This is a business. The first is a business. The Tucker Carlson Network, it is a business. It's a for, It's not a right. charity. They're looking at numbers. They're looking at their numbers go down. They're looking at their viewership go down. And nobody, not the CEOs, not the hosts, nobody is even suggesting a change of course. It's like the one thing they can do to save themselves, they refuse to do it. And I think it's baffling. And they're all becoming more alike. That's the amazing thing. I mean, if something's not working, if I look over at my neighbor and he's doing something counterproductive, I think to myself, well, I probably shouldn't do that because that's the result of it. And yet all the news, every news organization is becoming more like every other news organization. And it's not working for any of them. So you're wondering like, what is this? And it's a couple, I mean, it's delusion. It's a religion, but it's also like, a lack of self-awareness. They don't talk to anybody but one another, and so they blame their failure on irrelevant factors. Like, they're like, well, you know, it's just like viewer habits have changed. Well, viewer habits have changed because you're a liar, and you have no more credibility, and no one would watch you because what's the point of listening to things that aren't true? And But that never occurs to them. It's And I've worked at, you know, every one of those places full-time. And so I, I think I've got a pretty good perspective on this. These are people who are, you know, high achievers on the SAT. I think they have high IQs, most of them, but they're so unwise. It's almost unbelievable. Where do you think they get the disdain for normal people? Like you brought up the January Sixers, and I love that you talk about them. We've been talking about them for three years now. It's just, it's awful. But yeah. you can really sense it from these people. If you read their social media posts, you see their broadcasts, 
not even Republicans, Democrats, just normal people, they really do look on them with such disdain. They tell everybody now that the economy's doing well. You see it all the time. New York Times, media, the economy's great. I don't know why people are complaining. Check the numbers. People are paying six bucks yeah. for a pound of burger in the grocery store, and these people lecture them about how well they're doing. Of course. Well, it's, it's a really simple principle that's a feature of human nature, and that's what you're watching. It's that you hate the people you wrong. You would think you'd feel empathy for the people you wrong or guilt over wronging them. But it's just totally true. The kinder you are to somebody, the more you like that person. One of the reasons you love your kids. You're wired to be nice to them. And so the nicer you are, the more you cherish them. But if you do someone a bad turn, if you're unfair to someone, if you're cruel to someone, if you screw someone in a business deal, you wind up hating that person, as grotesque as that is. That's just true. And legacy media have really hurt middle-class America. And the more they hurt middle-class America, and, and in really measurable ways, by ignoring their deaths, life expectancy declines, mostly because of the opioid crisis, but also because of diabetes and just ge the general poverty that's descended on the middle class. And the media ignore that. In fact, they celebrate it and get into this, you know, we hate white people, we hope white people die. And the more they say stuff like that, the more, you know, the anti-white racism, the total disregard for ordinary people, the more they hate those people. It's, it's super interesting, even though those people have never done anything to them, ever, of course. Tucker, speaking of anti-white, I ordered a couple pizzas for the studio last night, and on one of them I got Alfredo sauce instead of pizza sauce. And my entire staff here at the studio complained and made fun of me. Jesse's so stupid. Yeah. But yet that was the first pizza gone, Tucker. Is this something that people, why can't people just admit when they're wrong? I hate it. <laughs> That's a really fair question, though I'm not really qualified mm -hmm. uh, to answer it because the idea of an Alfredo pizza is so repugnant to me that I can't consider <laughs> this question fairly. Like, I've never seen an Alfredo okay. pizza, but if I did, I would look away. It's it's almost like those pictures you get on the dark web of like war atrocities. It hurts you to look <laughs> at them. So that's how I feel about Alfredo you pizza. Know, that's fine, you can be wrong, that's fine. You got your own network, you can say whatever you want. I'm not here to judge anybody. <laughs> yes, okay, uh, we have no pizza advertisers. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're not getting one now, Tucker. All right, hey, is Joe Biden going to make it next year? I, I just can't see the system. And it's not about, you know, him being old and pooping his pants in front of the Pope and all the other things he does. I just can't see the system risking their power by allowing an unpopular man to run again. Now, I understand everything's in place for him to run again, and that's the likely scenario if you had to bet your mortgage on it. There's no way they're going to let him do it. It's either going to be Dome or it's going to be Newsom. It's going to be somebody. I mean, I, I, I think your instincts on this stuff in general are always spot on, and I couldn't agree with you more on that. I mean, there's no cult of Joe Biden. There's no affection for Joe Biden. There's no <laughs> Biden legacy. His family's embarrassing and totally dysfunctional. His wife is transparently loathsome, obviously. His kids are a mess. It's not Camelot. People, you know what I mean? It's like the, the only value in Joe Biden is transactional. Can you beat Donald Trump and hold power for the rest of us? And the second... He can't do that. The second the polls show he can't do that, and they show that. I mean, Trump is winning by a pretty good margin in the matchups right now. Then what's the point of Joe Biden? Plus, he's embarrassing. Um, it, it, it is embarrassing. I mean, you got to think some of these people want to live in the country after 2024, and having a weak president is itself, even if he had great policies, but just the fact that the whole world knows 
the purportedly most powerful country on the planet is being led by a dementia patient, that's bad. It's bad for everybody right there. So I don't see any chance that they keep him, and I don't know why they would. And I think I think DNC rules allow them to swap out the nominee at the convention. And I would think I would think Gavin Newsom, who's the most evil of them all, you know, the the most soulless, the most happy to lie right to your face while smiling. That guy seems like a natural leader for the Democratic Party, the party of lies. How did they remove Dome? And then this is a very, very ambitious woman, as we can tell by how she got her start in politics. She's not just yeah. going to step aside for, 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 for right. Gavin Newsom or anybody. This is maybe the most soulless, rudderless human being I think I've ever seen in politics. This is not an right. ounce of genuine inside of her. She's going to try for that top office. Lord knows she'll do whatever she has to do for that top office. So how do you get her out? It's such a great question, and I, I assume this is taking up approximately 80% of the brain power of the Democratic Brain Trust right now. I don't know. It won't be easy. I mean, you often hear, you know, black women are the core of the Democratic vote. Well, she's not an African-American woman. You know, her, her dad was from the Caribbean. He was a college professor. Her mother's from India. She's a college professor. She's nothing in common. I mean, the whole thing is insane. But apparently that's a factor. But the real factor is her. I mean... She's inadequate as a person. She knows that. She's brittle and insecure as a result of it. That's obvious when you watch her. It's also clear that politics is all she has. She doesn't have children. She doesn't have a real marriage. Like, it's not like she can go back to the farm and spend time with her grandkids. She literally never had children. So why would she give this up? And from her perspective, because she's grown up in a world where unearned self-esteem is the currency for, for people in her position, oh, you're oppressed, you're wonderful. I mean, she kind of can't accept this. And by the way, what are they going to give her? I mean, seriously, in exchange for a real chance of being president, what could you give someone? So I don't know what they're going to yeah. do. I think it's a, the toughest problem they face. Tucker, this isn't the first time you and I have been on the air together, but it is the first time I have interviewed you and my staff dug up some of my highlights from when you were interviewing me, and I'm gonna play this for you, and I want, I want to know which one was your favorite. Here it was. We don't need a military that's woman-friendly. We don't need a military that's gay-friendly, with all due respect to the Air Force. We need a military that's flat-out hostile. We need a military full of type A men who want to sit on a throne of Chinese skulls. And soon you're Chelsea Handler. Soon it's Valentine's Day, and your womb resembles a dried-up tumbleweed blowing down an old western town. And your Valentine's Day date for the 10th year in a row is a 10-year-old copy of Magic Mike and a half-full bottle of Xanax, and you're trying to pretend like you're happy everybody watching you right now has worked for or worked yeah. with somebody who just has ambition just dripping off of their pores and that's Kamala that's right. Harris those types of people will do anything to get ahead they treat their bosses like crap they treat their employees like crap that's why she knifed Joe Biden in the debate with all that race nonsense there was no need to do that it's the exactly. same reason she cackles like a dead hyena every time she's asked an uncomfortable question it's the same reason she started out her political career as Willie Brown's bratwurst bun Kamala Harris will do anything to get ahead There's so many to choose from. But Willie Brown's bratwurst bun has got to be near the top. But my personal favorite, and I remember when you said it, because it was so dry and subtle. You were so expressionless when you said, comma, with apologies to the Air Force, comma. 
People don't usually attempt that on television because it's just too subtle. And so, you know, TV people always go for the obvious joke. It takes balls to go for the one that, you know, 90% of the audience will miss, but it's so worth it because the 10% who get it and like, wait, what did he just say? Those people will appreciate it so much that you are making their day and you made mine with that. I love that. Apologies to oh, the Air Force. Oh, that was so good. That was a fun night. I'll never forget the Chinese state-run media giant came after us both after that. Gosh, that was so freaking hilarious. All right, what's at TuckerCarlson.com? I, I know I can't get an Alfredo pizza, so what can I get at TuckerCarlson.com? Oh, a whole cornucopia of... I mean, you're going to... Look, what you're getting is a replacement for what's going away, which is NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, all the rest. Look, someone needs to cover the news. And so we are. And we're going to do it with true honesty, like true honesty, including the acknowledgement of mistake. If we screw it up, we're going to say so immediately um, without hedging. I mean, that, that's a, you know, if you want people to trust you, you, you have to admit when you're wrong. And, and that's always been my policy and it will continue to be. But yeah, documentaries, interviews, lots of it, um, and a bunch of other features and stuff that we think are amusing. And then, you know, in the coming year, a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, we're building a network and it's pretty cheap. And um, we think it's absolutely necessary. Look, I mean, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, the next 12 months are going to be, you know, I think very volatile and potentially extremely volatile. And I hope that's not the case, but I think it's entirely possible. In fact, maybe even likely. So I mean, you've got tens of millions of young men from foreign countries whose identities we know nothing about. And Democrats in the Congress are trying to push them into the military. So people show up in your country from Africa or, or Latin America, you have no idea who they are, whether they have a criminal record, and then you hand them automatic weapons. What is that about? I mean, on, honestly, what is that about? Why, why would our leaders want to assemble an army of foreigners who know nothing about this country, may not even speak the language, and then turn them loose in our country? So, I mean, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I find that the single most ominous thing that's happening. But I think we need to be prepared for some radical stuff to happen in the next 12 months. And I want to stay on the air. And I'm just absolutely worried about an advertiser model. I love advertisers, even the Alfredo Pizza guys. But I've been through a lot of advertiser boycotts in 30 years in the media. And I, I don't want that in the middle of an election year. So you need a different model. You need to figure out a way to pay your staff with money that can't be taken away from you. And that's from your viewers. That's a subscription model. So that's why we're doing that. Yeah, no, I like it. It's smart. And yet the, the military thing, I caught Dick Durbin when he said that on the House floor, pitching for these illegals yes. in the military. And I have the exact same thought, Tucker. Look, the, the red-blooded American male from Nebraska may very well refuse his orders to fire on you and your family, but private first class, deep, exactly. deep from whatever country he is, he has no loyalty to you, to your country, to your exactly constitution. Right. He's going to be loyal exactly. to whoever's handing out citizenship at the end. What troubles me about the debate now about the southern border is it is one half of the immigration equation. Presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, 
you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. They're spying on, I mean, military intelligence is spying on Americans. That, that never happened. When you served in the military, the military's mission was really clear, defend the country from foreigners. And now the military is being used domestically a lot. And so if you're going to fill its ranks with foreigners and arm them, I should be really worried about that. Why is no one saying this? This is a huge deal, in my opinion. It's not as if at any point in time in history, communists have used the military against their own citizens. They would certainly never consider exactly. something like that. I would exactly. strongly suggest everybody go to TuckerCarlson.com and sign up. He's right. It's affordable. It's a place you can actually get some real news. My man, I'm rooting for you. I know you're going to be a smash success, as you always are. And I appreciate you very much. Thank you, Jesse. Great to see you. Appreciate it. All right. Julie Kelly is going to join us next. She has some good news before we get to Julie. Have you taken your male vitality stack from chalk yet? Have you? You see, natural herbal supplements have to be a path forward for all of us now. As our medical institutions rot underneath us, we need to focus more on what we should have always been focused on, natural solutions, natural solutions. You should be having chocolate powder every morning in a smoothie and a glass of milk, get yourself ready for the day. A female vitality stack, a male vitality stack, whatever you're looking to improve on, it's all for sale at chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com and it's Christmas sale time. Promo code JESSETV gets you a sale price on all of it. Go enjoy. Chalk.com, code JESSETV. We'll be back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good news! We have Julie Kelly. No, that's not the only good news. Julie Kelly is bringing good news with her, and we've been needing that badly. So I'm not going to give out the dates and the news and everything else. Let's let Julie do that. She's the actual journalist here. Joining me now, Julie Kelly. Go subscribe to her Substack Declassified if you want to stay up to date on all this stuff. Okay, Julie, Trump had a couple trial dates, March 4th and May 20th, and now... He doesn't have those dates anymore? What happened? Well, technically, the March 4th trial date in Washington, D.C. for Jack Smith's indictment related to the events of January 6th and Trump's alleged attempt to overturn the 2020 election, that trial date is still there, but it is almost impossible to see a situation where it stays. The reason why is because Judge Tanya Chutkin, the Obama appointee who's overseeing this uh, case in Washington, D.C., finally admitted yesterday that because Donald Trump is appealing her order of immunity, denying him executive and presidential immunity from prosecution, that appellate process automatically suspends all of the pretrial deadlines. Now, these are very important deadlines, Jesse. There were deadlines actually this week for motions and information that had to be filed by both sides. You're talking about things like jury selection, which is supposed to start right after the first of the year. Motions in limine, which is where both sides file motions talking about what evidence they want to present to the jury, what witnesses they want to call. So these are very important deadlines and it really was going to accelerate after the first of the year, but now it's all on hold as this appeal process either works its way through the appellate court in Washington or as Jack Smith has requested to bypass the appellate court and get an immediate ruling on presidential immunity from the Supreme Court. <clears throat> 
Okay, well, this sounds good, but how did we get a win? We haven't had very many wins and certainly no wins out of this court system. Is it SCOTUS that did us a favor? What, what, what happened here? Well, what really happened is that this is a crisis of Judge Chutkin and Jack Smith's own making. Recall, Jesse, that uh. they did not indict Donald Trump until 30 months after January 6th. Then Jack Smith went to Judge Chutkin and asked for this accelerated trial schedule. Usually January 6th cases go anywhere from 14, 18, even two years between indictment and trial. She gave a seven month window, completely unrealistic that this was gonna happen in March, given all of the litigation especially related to claims of presidential immunity that has not been settled either in the constitution or by the Supreme Court. So they created this crisis, they rushed this trial, and now, as I said yesterday, karma is catching up with them. And there's just no way this March 4th trial date can stick. So then what happens, Jesse? They move it to April or May. The May 20th trial date for classified documents, that will be out the window. So they've got a lot of things imploding at the same time. And as I call myself the Debbie Downer of democracy, yesterday, actually, I had a big smile on my face. So it's nice to bring good news once in a while. Good. No, that is good. It, it really is. It, it, Julie, so I, I understand a lot of this is up in the air. Is this trial still going to happen before the election? Or is that pretty much toast now, too? Well, um, you know, if the Supreme Court does deny uh, Trump's presidential immunity claims, uh, then of course they will proceed with this trial. But how are they going to do that in say even April or May, when you're talking a month or so before Trump, as we presume, will be accepting the Republican um, nomination for president. So they're really running up against a lot of clocks, judicial clocks, and of course the political clock. And it will be even more, and we saw this with Jack Smith's motion this week, trying to bypass the appellate court. We now see that this is a rush to get a conviction, not just before election day, but before Trump does accept the nomination, if that's the case. So he tipped his hand this week. This is not about rule of law, or no one is above the law, or et cetera, et cetera, as we've been told. This is a rush for Jack Smith and Judge Chutkin uh, to get a conviction and possibly get him behind bars. But what happened with the Supreme Court, not just this week related to presidential immunity, but also taking up the 1512C2 count, which represents half of Jack Smith's four count criminal indictment. If the Supreme Court determines that DOJ has abused that statute, which it has, then that severely jeopardizes half of Jack Smith's indictment. So he's got a lot, the ball is in his court. What does he do now? Does he voluntarily ask to move the trial date? Will he drop those two counts that are now before the Supreme Court and issue a, a superseding indictment like we've talked about before? So we're all sort of sitting here waiting to see what Jack Smith's next move is, but um, he, he's got a lot of unappealing options if you're him anyway. Okay, Julie. Now, more importantly to me personally is the January Sixers. I know they matter to you, and I love that. We've talked about this many, many times. These are normal people, and no one, no one has a fan. None of these people have a fan club, right? But real people are rotting in prison. Does any of this maybe help them? 
It absolutely does. And I, I will tell you, Jesse, when the Supreme Court accepted this petition, finally, this was a day a lot of January 6th defendants have been waiting for more than 327 defendants have been charged with this in addition to Donald Trump. So the reaction that I was getting yesterday was sort of a mix of people texting me saying that they were crying about the news. They were finally so relieved that maybe a court would step in and do the right thing here. I also had other people texting that they were just outraged and infuriated. You know, where do they get their lives back? They are now convicted felons. They've lost the right to vote. They've lost their firearms. A lot of people lost their businesses, have been bankrupted. Some people have lost their marriages. We know of one, Matthew Perna, who after he found out that DOJ was gonna ask for years in prison after he pleaded guilty to obstruction, hanged himself in his garage in 2022. Where does the Perna family go to get Matthew back? I mean, this is real human wreckage that has been left in the wake of DOJ's intentional weaponization, bastardization of this uh, statute that has nothing to do with interrupting a meeting of Congress. So I feel very hopeful that the Supreme Court will do the right thing and will give not just DOJ, but 15 district court judges the spanking that they deserve, uh, severe admonishment for intentionally misapplying this law and destroying the lives of hundreds of people and their families in the process. Julie, you sound pretty confident about the Supreme Court and that helps my confidence level because I tell you, maybe I'm just a born cynic. I don't trust the Supreme Court as far as I can throw Elena Kagan. <laughs> Well, look, we do know that at least four justices agreed to grant cert in this case. So they do have to have four justices who accept to take the review. So that's a good sign. But look, most legal analysts will agree, even some on the left, that there's no way the statute should have been used this way. And the appellate ruling that the court will now review was what's called a splintered ruling. A three judge panel essentially rendered three different decisions about whether this statute was being correctly applied. So the Supreme Court really has no other decision but to look at that appellate ruling, look at the language and the intention of the language. Was what was happening on January 6th really an official proceeding? The purpose of that law was related to criminal investigations or congressional investigations, not a ceremonial function. And did these people corruptly interfere in that proceeding. That's another part of the statute. So these are all the sort of dicey issues that the Supreme Court is going to have to flesh out. If they don't overturn this, Jesse, what you have now is a, a witness tampering or evidence tampering statute that now will be codified and used to punish political dissent, especially in Washington, DC. I doubt that the Supreme Court, that's the pathway that they wanna take. Fingers crossed. Julie, you were the best. Final talk to you beforehand. You have a Merry Christmas. That's friggin' awesome. How about that? Good news. Chip Roy is going to join us next, and he has some not-so-good news. Hey, what do you want me to do? Life is it all sunshine and rainbows before we talk to Chip. I have extra good news tonight. You're not stuck in your timeshare anymore. That timeshare you've been having to pay the annual fees for, you never even go, uh, you want out. But they tell you, well, sorry, you signed the contract, you're stuck for life. 
Lone Star Transfer will get you out. This is a family business. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They will legally and permanently get you out 99% of the time they're successful. They put it in writing. They give you a date. We'll get you out this time frame. They can't do it unless you call them, though. You can sit at home and stew about writing another check to the timeshare you never use, or you can just call Lone Star Transfer and be free. 844-310-2646. Call them. We'll be back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. 
like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, just passed the House, it passed the Senate, and it absolutely sucks. And somebody... My friend Chip Roy is going to join us now. He voted against it. Of course he would. Congressman, all right, thank you for voting once again the right way. What the heck is wrong with the West, rest of this crappy party? Why are we authorizing a very, very evil federal government to spy on us illegally? Yeah, well, Jesse, first of all, good to be on. Uh, you know, Merry Christmas from Congress to you to you and everybody out there. We just, we just passed a massive... Uh, spying uh, operation on the back of the men and women in uniform. And, and, you know, thank you for your service. Thanks to the service of all the viewers out there that watch your show. Uh, but I don't think any of you who signed up and wore the uniform signed up to uh, defend a country that ought, uh, that is passing legislation to spy on Americans. But you and I both know there was rampant spying. There was 278,000 incidents of spying in which the FBI was abusing their powers. And all we're being told now is, oh, don't worry about it. The FBI is fixing it. Well, we could have passed a reform bill, but we didn't do it. With all due respect to Speaker Johnson and to Republicans in the House, uh, we didn't get that done. So what they did instead was they took the National Defense Authorization Act, which was problematic in and of itself, by the way. Didn't do what it needed to do to reform all the woke policies. And they layered FISA, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, authorization on the back of it, which means we just punt not just till April, but actually all the way till April of 2025 with the continuation of the procedures that have been used to abuse the spying authority to target Americans. We could solve it. We didn't. That's on Republicans. And that's a problem. And the other thing about this is we allowed the deal to be cut with a watered-down defense bill, which maintains most of the woke policies that's killing the morale and the recruiting of the Department of Defense, which I know you know better than most. Congressman, I, I know you get the same emails and same phone calls, very similar ones that I get, but I'll tell you, my inbox was full when I showed up in the studio today of people saying things like, Jesse, why would I even keep voting for Republicans? Why would I support Republicans? Why would I even bother? I'll vote for nobody. I'll vote Democrat and just collapse the whole stupid thing. I, this is a, a drumbeat now that I hear all the time, Chip, and I know you do too. Yeah, I do. I get it. And I, my response when I get the same question is this. We are, in fact, moving the needle in the, needle in the right direction. I will tell you, I have colleagues of mine who are super pissed off at me right now. And these are colleagues that two months ago, they were happy with me because maybe I was working with them on something. And then a month later, they're mad. And then they're happy. They don't like things to change here. And they run out of fear. Okay? They run out of fear of the next deadline. They run out of fear of, oh, my God, FISA is going to expire and the world's going to end. They, they, they do that because they're conditioned to. We're breaking that, okay? We just need to keep moving the needle so that conservatives can keep shining a light on how broken this place is so that we can actually change the town. I will be the first one to admit, so far, 
this Republican majority has not delivered. We have, however, stopped Democrats in Congress from moving the ball farther down the field. We have kept the ball pretty much on our side of the field for the most part with respect to policies. But here we are now, we just broke that for the first time, really. We just said, fine, you're gonna go ahead and you know move this legislation that's gonna continue FISA. So my answer is next year, go to the win in the primaries, force conservatives to win in the primaries and races so we can get more people who are willing to say no and fight the establishment in this town. Because right now, increasing the debt ceiling, extending FISA, uh, funding a defense or authorizing a defense that's woke, and passing continuing resolutions of Nancy Pelosi's spending bills, that's not getting the job done. So we're, we're gonna keep calling out Republicans. I don't care how mad they get at me about it. I'm gonna shine the light on it so we can keep building the numbers. So here's the deal. We had 118 no votes on this. That's a really good number. We came up about 20 something shy of killing it. Democrats actually kind of left us stranded and here's why. Democrats realized they were winning on this. They got a good deal in the defense bill Hakeem Jeffries is actually actually saying that publicly. We've got to stop giving wins to Democrats and start giving wins to the American people. Yeah. Tell me we're getting somewhere on border security. I know you're hot on this, and I'm glad you are. I know you've been pressing this. Are we getting something? Don't get me wrong. No offense to you, Chip. I'm not hopeful that you can do anything to make the Biden administration secure the border that they want open. But are we getting somewhere? We have two leverage points on the border. One is Ukraine, which neither you nor I truly want to send much more money to Ukraine, if any, uh, but we could leverage it to get border security. The second would be the Department of Homeland Security funding sometime in late January. Those are our only two leverage points to force an administration that doesn't want to follow the law. So right now what's happening is the Senate, Senate Republicans are negotiating with the White House, trying to cut a deal to get border security of some form with a Ukraine package. You know and I know exactly how that will go. We will get fig leaves. We will get some crumbs, some you know scraps from the table of border security in exchange for a big pot of money for Ukraine because Zelensky came here and everybody's running around saying, oh my God, Putin, we've got to do it. Meanwhile, look at your screen. Look at the video you're playing. There are thousands of people pouring across the border. And I've got Republicans on the floor coming up to me going, well, shit, what can we do? We don't have the Senate. How can we do anything? I don't know. How about by sticking your middle finger up at the White House and saying, kiss my ass, we're not going to give you a dollar for Ukraine until you actually fully secure the border. So that's my message to Mike Johnson. That's my message to Senate Republicans. Do not blink HR2, secure the border, or Zelensky and Ukraine can pound sand. That's what the answer ought to be. Speaking of the White House, they've had a rough 24 hours. Corinne Diversity Hire was asked yesterday about all this Hunter Biden stuff. Here's how that went. The president was familiar with what um, Hunter was going to say today. Hunter, and I've said this many times, is a private citizen. And so certainly I would have to refer you to, um, uh, to his representatives. I'm just not going to get into private conversations because what you're asking me is actually a private conversation. Why doesn't President Biden just pardon him? President, I've been very clear. The president's not going to pardon his son. Of course he's going to pardon his son. But okay, uh, all right, Chip, I'm not hopeful we're going to get a Joe Biden impeachment. We don't have the majority for that, and half these Republicans are low-T weenies anyway. But an impeachment inquiry is beneficial, right? Exposing this dirtball family? 
Yeah, so we need the inquiry in order to get more tools to force them to respond to subpoenas there currently. Uh, with some actual authority, Trump claimed it as well, that if you don't have an impeachment inquiry, they're not necessarily having to be as responsive to some of these things. So if we pass the inquiry, which we did, we now have the tools to force their hand on it a little bit. But let me be very clear. Hunter Biden yesterday, I don't know if you noticed this, Jesse, when he went to the microphone, um, he said something very important. He said that his father, Joe Biden, the president of the United States, uh, had not been involved financially with his business dealing. Now, first of all, we don't know if that's true or not, but let's take him at his word. Why did he choose that wording? I'll tell you why he chose that wording. Because everyone with eyes knows for sure that Hunter Biden was selling access, selling the Biden brand, selling his dad sitting there in meetings, which we now have witnesses who testified that he was there, full well knowing what was going on, that millions of dollars were flowing into Hunter Biden and the Biden family, and that that would therefore benefit the entire Biden family. And so whether money flowed directly to Joe Biden or not is somewhat irrelevant because the president's been lying about what's been going on and then obstructing justice at the Department of Justice by failing to allow witnesses to testify, limiting what they can do, and trying to jam down our access to the tax records from 2014 and 15, where we know Joe Biden may well have had some involvement. This is purposeful. We have every right to go look into this. I'm not one of these guys that wants to do it for politics. Oh, we got to do it. I think we need to do it because truth needs to be followed wherever it may lead. We believe this corruption at the highest level in the White House in terms of foreign dollars flowing to the Biden family for the enrichment of his family. And he knew it. And we ought to be able to pursue the truth. See, that's the difference between you and me, Chip. You're a good person. You want to do it because it's the right thing to do. I want to do it just to smear these people and drag them through the mud. Congressman, you have a Merry Christmas to you and yours. Thank you for doing what you do. All right. Let's talk about something. Speaking of the right thing to do, it's the right thing to do to take care of your dog. It's the right thing to do to give your dog some rough greens. You see, your dog, he doesn't get nutrition from his dog food. I, I know we think we, we are giving them nutrition. You walk in these dog food stores and, oh, this is a special blend. Oh, let's get him the salmon blend. Better for, it's all dead. Why do you think it's all brown? Why does it all look the same? They kill everything in dog food at the factory. You give your dog empty calories with every dog food meal. Pour rough greens on the food. An all natural nutritional supplement your dog will go crazy for, and it has everything your dog needs, vitamins and minerals and probiotics. You're, you, my dog doesn't have digestive problems anymore because of rough greens. You'll see a difference in your dog's energy. His coat, it's a, I mean, don't you have a difference in your life when you get real nutrition versus not? Roughgreens.com slash Jesse for a free jumpstart trial bag, or you can call them. 833-33-MY-DOG. All right? We'll be back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what's wild to me about the GOP? I mean, there's a lot of lame, pathetic things about the GOP, but one of the things that drives me insane is their refusal to speak up about the open anti-white racism that is everywhere in this society now. And the anti-white racism, it's not just coming from some freak on a street corner now. From the highest levels of power, these people will dog on white people, They'll openly promote racism against white people. Always, It's always painted as anti-racism or something like that. White people, go ahead and try to apply for a college scholarship somewhere. Businesses will openly announce whites need not apply. Sorry, only diversity hires here. It's everywhere you see. It's everywhere in Hollywood. Did you see this new, this new Netflix show? I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone especially white people. 
Even mom would agree with me on that. I know you're going to find this shocking, but the producers of that little film are Barack and Michelle Obama, who have both had a real hate on for white people for a very, very long time. Why will the GOP not speak up about this? This is the cultural issue. And I want you to understand something, no matter what your color is. What they're doing now is creating a dangerous situation because historically there are a million examples of this where you find a group of people in a society and you start othering them. You start acting like there, there's the bad guy. There, they're the outcast. There, they're bad, they're bad, they're evil. They're bad, they're bad, they're bad. What you're doing is you're conditioning the population to do something terrible to those people. And if you think that is insane, then I would suggest you read a history book because the entire history of the world is terrible things eventually happening to those people. And it concerns me how bold they all are now. How bold they all are. We were going to take a minute. I'm not, we're up against the clock. We're going to take a minute and talk about the Boston mayor sent out a freaking invitation to a Christmas party. Oh, sorry. I forgot we're not allowed to say that anymore in this country. A holiday party. A freaking holiday party. And it was just for no whites allowed. It was for electeds of color. Just came right out and said it and didn't resign in disgrace. No, 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 no. Just, just put it all out there. This is everywhere in this country that makes me sick now. Someone had better start speaking up for it. But I wouldn't hold out for that. Kevin McCarthy just resigned or announced he was getting ready to retire from Congress. And his main brag was how many women and minorities he got elected first. Anyone going to speak for white people anymore? Horrible. All right. Let's do a light in the mood. Sound good? Also, did you know that you can get a podcasted version of this show? You get a podcasted version of the President's Daily Breathe. Daily Brief, Politics by Faith from Mike Slater. You can go, there's a podcast feed. TheFirstTV.com slash podcasts. Right there on your phone, your smart device. It's all right there. TheFirstTV.com slash podcasts. Go get one. We'll be back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is Christmas time. And let's always remember the reason for the season, right? The reason for the season is giving people the gift of a first TV subscription. Just kidding, the reason for the season is the birth of Jesus, I know that. But you can give people a subscription to the first TV, thefirsttv.com slash support, then they have access or you have access to all of our specials, all the history specials we've done with more to come next year. So there, perfect Christmas gift, the gift of me. Now, it is Christmas time and we roll this one out every year. That old Rudolph movie is one of the great Christmas classics. And let us always remember that Donner had his house in order. Now, you can bet old Donner felt pretty bad about the way he had treated Rudolph, and he knew that the only thing to do was to go out and look for his little buck. Mrs. Donner wanted to go along, naturally, but Donner said, No, this is man's work. (laughs) Have a Merry Christmas. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 